You are now listening to The Lasting Legacy Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of The Lasting Legacy Podcast. We are requiring you to please comment below to watch this video because the podcast is dying rapidly and we need to help with that algorithm. So comment. Why don't you guys tell us what you think the real estate market's going to do in the next six months? That sounds like a pretty that's a, that's a good relevant thing, right? Yeah. So, okay. So today we have a very special guest. We have Jordan Ariano. He's a real estate agent for the Holland team at listings.com. And we're going to chat real estate um, basically all over Colorado because uh, as you'll learn, his his outreach is, is very wide in the state. So yep. we'll kind of chat with him and see what's going on. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for dressing oh, up. Here. Making us look like slobs. So oh, you guys look great. Got the uh, <laughs> branded shirt here. Dang. Shout right out here. Nick Madero for the branded yeah, shirts. Yeah, that was super nice. Yeah, of our last episode. That was super cool. Bring us some merch. Yeah, Brad didn't yeah. tell me he was going to dress up. I wore a polo last episode, so you know. There you go. It's good. It, it covers. It, it got covers. the chain. Exactly. <laughs> Al- always Still got looking the chain. Good. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm David Owen. David took it. Photography, videography, and a bunch of real estate listings I've been doing lately. So if you're a realtor or an agent or you work for a team or you're the front office person and you need listing uh, photos done, headshots, whatever, don't be afraid to reach out. But uh, thank Damn, you for coming impromptu. on, Jordan. Impromptu. Shout there out to go. David. That's right. Uh, We've yeah. been killing it. Plug, Sales plug, plug. That's yep. right. Yep. Good stuff. Sweet, man. Well, welcome <laughs> on. Welcome on. It was great to meet you earlier before the camera turned on but uh let's yeah. uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself yeah uh again name's jordan ariano uh realtor here in pueblo colorado um primarily at this point but we do work uh springs denver uh summit county uh, so like brad said all over nice all over colorado here holy mileage on the car it's uh <laughs> what was it i think fifty thousand miles this year uh Something. oh my god it was a lot of mileage living up in summit county and working in pueblo is uh puts puts some miles on the vehicle no kidding sure. what kind of vehicle do you drive uh so i, I drive a lexus <laughs> nice. i got a, okay. i got the realtor nice. car okay yep. yeah gotta fit the, the suv fit the bill yep yeah <laughs> lexus suv nice heck yeah it's good that's gets me where i'm going no that's you know, exciting that's, that's the best part and it's got air conditioner Dang. air conditioner it's got like the air conditioning in the seats you know, real, what's oh, that real like nice, what's like, that like it's it's uh can you can almost you get, doesn't do anything in 100 degree <laughs> heat actually no for sure but, uh, i was gonna say can you get a car without it after having it yeah, for sure. Okay. I, I, okay. I don't think it's, you know, a supreme. The yeah. first few. It's not like a heated seat. Right. Yeah. You know, heated yeah. seats are, you know, that's a game changer, for know, sure. especially in Colorado. Yeah. But the the air conditioned seats, you know, after, you know, a week or two of pushing the button, you're like, ah, it doesn't really do anything. So no. my man's got air conditioned seats in his Lexus. It's good stuff. Things good things stuff. are going. He's well. wearing a vest today. <laughs> he got the vest. <laughs> the don't sleep t- on the vest. No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> I look good. like Aladdin when I wear the vest, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how'd, how'd you get into real estate, man? Let's back it all the way up. So. Very nice, very nice. So I've uh, been in real estate about four years, and um, I guess the long story short is uh, just had to pull the trigger on it. Nice. Uh, was in a, I guess an administrative position in a uh, garage door company and it was either you know move on and start my own garage company or other business um, or pull the trigger on real estate and uh, been in sales my whole life so I think real estate for salespeople is kind of like the one of the big pies in the sky that 
people think about but uh, don't ever, you know, don't always pull the trigger on. For sure, yeah. I mean, you could, why sell the garage door when you can sell the whole house? There you, know? you go, yep. yep. Um, how long have you been in real estate now? Uh, so four years, going on five years, I think. Got in in 2019. Nice. Uh, early, you know, right as 2019 was starting, I think, was when I got my license. And yeah. what a wild, what a wild time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really the start of uh, the the crazy appreciation that Colorado has mm-hmm. seen over the last couple of years. Uh, sure. So were you interested in, in real estate bef- while you were like working at the garage door? It's, it sounds like it's something you kind of have always, always have had in mind then, huh? Yep. Yeah. Real estate. <laughs> uh, I think everybody likes, you know, you live in a house, you know, everyone drives by the open house, want to pull up and go look at the house. And uh, it's been, on the radar um i've always you know uh, everyone looks at zillow and all that good stuff i think it wasn't until going through a real estate transaction uh my significant other my girlfriend uh larie uh purchased a house in lakewood and seeing that process uh really lit the uh lit the fire there you know sure. uh, light bulbs came on and said you know this is something that i can see myself doing for sure yeah sales is like such a great a great strategy and i think yeah i mean i don't know what better sales job medical equipment it pays pretty good to sell that but behind that is probably houses like yeah yeah. as far as payday honestly Mm -hmm. so the uh yeah the i think there's the uh, wolf of wall street you know that's i think that's like the I don't want to say like uh, anything derogatory, you yeah. know, but the uh, sleazy sales guy, you For know, sure, yeah. buying <laughs> or dying, you know, that's yeah. Yeah. selling the penny stocks, really <laughs> hyping them up. It's right, my third right. favorite movie for those wondering. There you yeah. go. There you <laughs> go. They're all, yeah, all those finance movies mm-hmm. are, are all good. You know, uh, greed is good. All yeah, that, absolutely. Uh, Moneyball, all that good stuff. Yep. Um, I've never um, seen any of them. Oh, you've never man. seen The Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> This has been the Lasting Legacy Podcast. <laughs> Check us out anywhere you get your podcast. And, Dude, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. How have you never seen The Wolf of Wall Street? I don't watch movies. Well, you're about to clear three hours because we're going to have a it's, movie night and you're making the popcorn. <laughs> it's a good one. No, for sure. Um, so what what were some of the challenges when you first got into real estate? I know it was already kind of a booming market. So what were some of the things that you maybe thought were going to be hard that didn't end up being hard? And what were those sleepers that you're like, damn, I did not think this was going to yeah, the way yeah. it is. Great question. Uh, so I think getting into it, uh, just pulling the trigger and, you know, making it happen is, is a feat unto itself. For uh, sure. but really it was, uh, finding the right brokerage to, you know, get me where I wanted to be. That makes uh, sense. So interviewing uh, in real estate, it's, you're, you're not necessarily interviewing, you're not being interviewed for the job. You're going out and interviewing brokerages to see if their organization is going to be a good fit for you and if the team is going to be a good fit for you. Uh, I was lucky in that uh, the realtor that sold uh, us our house was on a team who takes on new agents. Um, He doesn't, you know, we don't have a huge team, but uh, he is a uh, Jay Holland, shout out Jay Holland. Uh, he you know, took me under his wing, and um, you know, I think right right from the get go, we had a great relationship. Uh, he's an extremely uh, sharp individual, um, very good at what he does and what we do. 
uh, and I appreciated that, you know, the business model that he was working and um, uh, made the commitment to, uh, I guess, uh, to Jay and the Holland team and listings.com. And nice. uh, I think that's, you know, a big thing for new agents to uh, really uh, consider and uh, not just, you know, oh, these guys said they'll hire me. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure that you're going to be getting something from uh, sure. not just the brokerage or the name of the brokerage, mm-hmm. uh, but the you don't want to go into a hostile environment. You know, essentially it's, you know, it's everybody versus everybody and right. some of these big agencies. So yep. that's really that's makes, yeah, it really makes a big difference. Like um, actually one of our first guests, Alicia, yeah. she's a real estate agent for Remax down here. And uh, she has a very like not similar story, but a good example of this. Cause she started in Springs and just, just drowning. No, you know. yeah, just no help, nothing down there. Yep. And then once she made, she found a great team down here and uh, made that transition, and it, it was a game changer for, for sure. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's important to look into those things and not just hop on somewhere and think you mm-hmm. can sell a house, you know. Yep. So I'm sure yep. there's a lot more to that. Now on on the house selling side, uh, what were some of the challenges you faced, whether it be customers or sure. So uh, client, I've always been good at working with people talking to people i've been in customer service and sales literally my whole life uh so working with people um you know people are just people uh, everybody uh, lives their own lives and you know if they're reaching out you know to find housing then you know we can you know help them that way but um i i went into the holland team in a unique position in real estate where i wasn't just a full-time real estate agent trying to find clients to buy or sell a house. Uh, I came on as a licensed leasing agent uh, and we manage plus or minus about 350 properties in Denver, Colorado Springs and Pueblo. Uh, So getting into it, uh, I had a huge opportunity to meet all of these people who are looking to get into homes most people who rent aren't going to rent forever they want to buy someday so that's the goal yep. you hope um, <laughs> yeah. yeah you hope you, you know hope. <laughs> you, you go through uh, hundreds of phone calls uh sure. you know a week a day mm-hmm. uh, sometimes not not a hundred in a day but uh, a crazy amount of mm-hmm. uh just turnover in the people that you're talking to and it gets you talking about real estate showing real estate and people i think that are thinking about real estate or even in real estate um uh, i don't want to say look down on leasing mm-hmm. or leasing agents uh, mm-hmm. as a as an inferior position but it as long as you take care of your clients and uh you put them in a position to succeed you know down the line and you show them that you care then they're going to likely come back and work with you or sure. refer somebody that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not looking right now, but my brother is yeah. trying might to be in a house. better position. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think that was a huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge mm-hmm. benefit to getting into real estate, you know, starting, you know, hitting the ground running. Yeah. Um, 300 listing, you know, 300 you know, yep. tenants essentially, right? Do you yep. know who Graham Stephan is? Yep. That's, That's what been he watching did. him for, from, yeah, exactly. He was uh, one of the guys that I started watching before getting into real estate yeah yeah if you guys haven't watched any graham stefan it's really cool dude but he did the same thing he started um at he was like 19 when he started in real estate and he was just making money 
getting leases and some of those people he's leasing to had the funds to buy a house and yep. then he started selling houses to the people that he was leasing to. It's so huge, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what yeah. better way to find clientele than they're right there? You know, yeah, they yep. found yeah. you. Yep. That's that's super awesome. Now, uh, obviously, like you're 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 doing property management at the time, mm-hmm. essentially, and you're showing houses to sell, correct? Right. So at that time, you know, offers needed to be in immediately. You know, was that something that was hard to adjust to, or that's all you knew? So it doesn't really matter. You know, with how fast everything was moving. Yep. So we in that you know initial position, I was also you know writing offers to purchase properties for our investors. So not just working with the tenants, but working with Jay to go out and preview houses. And uh, we would you know, get into 10, 15 houses a day, and you know write on. And we still to this day, that's what we do day in and day out: is mm-hmm. go out and preview houses and write offers and uh, try and win win deals. Um, so uh, I think uh, really I hit the ground running uh, in that respect in the contracts and the process uh, aspect of real estate. Uh, it wasn't a I'm sitting around, you know, waiting for a deal to mm-hmm. you know, learn everything I possibly can on this one deal. Uh, Jay, consi- we consistently do read about 100, uh, about 100 deals a year. Uh, and that's a lot of experience for a a new agent to be able to go in and be a part of a hundred inspections, a hundred appraisals, running comps. Yeah. Um, It's like every three days. Yep. Um, um, 3.65 days, if you want to be exact. There you go. Yeah. And, (laughs) uh, these math guys. Anyway, (laughs) good pull. pull. uh, So, so is your main client that you're selling to now? Is it investors? Are you looking for investment properties for people or do you do, you know, just single family? So we're, we're always looking for investment properties for our clients, but, uh, our primary occupant buyers always take priority. So if there's a a good house out there and one of our primary occupant buyers wants to, you know, pull the trigger on it, then, you know, they get first dibs, um, because people need place to live that's nice that's like yeah that's like a good moral thing i feel like especially with the climate of how things are going now with Mm -hmm. you know these big you know investors coming through and sweeping neighborhoods and stuff like that like twitter or tiktok is in a frenzy about that right now so yeah uh, real estate and it's because real estate is such a great investment Uh, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to you know save up a down payment on a house uh, whether it's a primary you know you're buying your first house and you know, you did that in 2019 and realized $200,000 in appreciation in you know, three years. Um, you know, at that point, you can start leveraging that and, you know, buying more real estate. So it's mm-hmm. it's something that uh, is available to everybody. You don't have For to sure. be a realtor to do that. Uh, you just need some knowledge and uh, a drive and willingness to do it. I think, I think that's oh. a big one there is the knowledge to do that. You know, a lot of people... Like if you were to tell my parents that who have been in their same house since 1993, that they can do that to buy another property, they would probably their heads would explode. You know, yep. yeah. a lot the of the, a lot of these big companies and individuals that have deep pockets, they're buying houses too because inflation's yep. so high. So it's an easy hedge to inflation. That money sitting in the bank is costing them nine percent. You buy a house, you buy things to to offset inflation. You buy things, you buy yep. assets, and mm-hmm. so I think that's definitely leading to such a, a an issue yep. in that sense 
Yeah, I mean, real well, estate's been as safe of a bet as you can get, uh, and because it's it's not as up and down as the stock market or you know other commodities, uh, real estate is genuinely a slower moving asset. Uh, with the past couple of years, you know, as an exception of it just skyrocketing upward. Um, what do you think caused all that? Do you think it was the interest rates being so low? So, yeah, the the Federal Reserve had a, a lot to do with the real estate market, um, interest rates being uh, as low as they were with the availability of money. Mm-hmm. The, the money supply doubled, you know, in the last few years. And so, uh, you know, a dollar today was you know, worth $2 before. Mm-hmm. Um, so your, your dollars don't go as far, but the solid assets like real estate, uh, like, you know, if you have a, if you're blessed to be able to put into, you know, a 401k and, you know, your stock accounts over the last years have, you know, even though it's, we're, we're seeing a downturn, they're still, you know, you 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 still made money on it um a lot of money a lot of even (laughs) i feel like even cars at this point which are technically like the worst investment to make i'm sure there's people making money off cars you know like that cars are definitely starting to go back down to normal Mm -hmm. as we get more inventory for cars i've noticed but yeah cars that was really weird yeah that was cars are not appreciating assets yeah Yeah. (laughs) put put Fifty thousand miles on the car, and it's still worth what I bought it for. Yeah, last year. you're like, that's, I've got to get out of it into make a new it one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Insane. With with the interest rates, I don't know if people know. Like, the federal had the interest rate set at zero, which what that means is bank. Uh, the federal said bank to bank interest rates. Yep. Banks were borrowing from each other at zero percent. So when they sell you a mortgage, and that's at three percent, that's a good deal. They yep. keep mm-hmm. raising the mortgage rate that they're borrowing from each other, so then we're getting higher rates. Just to kind of yep. clarify that for, I had no idea. So that's really cool. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess while we're on the topic, you know, where where do you see the market at right now, and where's it heading? Because I'm sure it's it's taken a turn in the last few months. Yep, for sure. Yep. It's uh, honestly the past couple of weeks. Uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, real estate's always interesting to to watch the trends. I mean, the past three years is going to be a a case study you know each year in itself of uh you know what how the federal reserve and how money supply can affect real estate um but uh, moving forward i think we uh, we're in a market that is changing uh interest rates are not three percent anymore uh talking to a lender about rates today and uh we're uh, right around six and a half percent and that's uh, without i guess going into the weeds in that you know buying down the rate so when you purchase a house you have the option to buy down the rate uh and today because of the uncertainty and the and interest rates you can't do that without you know having to buy down that rate so Mm -hmm. they're not even quoting a a par rate um which I'm not a lender, so I don't, you know, I'm not going to, I guess, speak on that. But uh, that just to say that rates are are mm-hmm. on their way up. So for um, sure. that makes it difficult for, for buyers. We're seeing people mm-hmm. who were 
pre-qualified a month, two months ago, we have to have them in constant communication with mm-hmm. the lender. You know, hey, you know, rates are at X and Y. Yeah. If you're pushing your budget, which you know a lot of first-time home buyers are buying what they maxed out. Yeah, yeah, maxed out. You know, buying what they can. So don't do that. By we're, the way, we're property to property. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not advisable. You know, Dave Ramsey. Quarter mm-hmm. your take home pay, mm-hmm. you know, as much at least ten percent down as advisable. But uh, people, you know, need to have a place to live, and you know, I get it. There's yeah. products out there that can help people. So it's hard uh, to it's hard to if you want to save up that ten percent. It's hard because if you save up that ten percent by the time you do it, then how much did the house increase right mm-hmm. now? Yeah, it's it's interesting. So yep. it's kind of yeah. <laughs> That's why you know people might look down on renting or you know Pueblo mm-hmm. I think is a big rental town uh, for a long time you were able to affordably rent a property uh, and you know not be breaking the bank for sure. um, I think we're, we're starting to see a change in that also um, but for sure so I mean market market as a whole um, in your opinion where do you think it's headed so the market, I, I think we, at least in Colorado, uh, mm-hmm. we are going to see it slow down. Obviously, we're not going to see 20% increases in home values. For sure. Uh, we're starting to see days on the market go up. Um, mm-hmm. Homes that were listed at an egregious ask for the property aren't selling in one weekend, whereas sure. they were before. Uh, so we're starting to see, you know, the inventory start to creep up to, mm-hmm. you know, ideally become more of a healthy real estate market. Um, so what does that mean for the millennial who's looking to buy his first home? It means you're fucked. No, I'm just okay. kidding. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that it, it means that, you know, homes aren't going to be appreciating, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as fast as they've been uh forever um meaning the price that we're seeing today is going to be you know likely not far off you know in six months from now i think okay. you know we're colorado kind of historically plateau. has been uh about five five or six percent uh appreciation per year um okay. like like clockwork since you know they've been recording the home values in colorado um so uh, I mean, this year, there the past few years, you know, we've we've seen a giant increase in that. So it's going to likely mm-hmm. start to settle. Again, you know, the money supply has a big uh, impact on that, and you know, prices have doubled. So or the money supply has doubled. So until you know, prices double, I think mm-hmm. we're we're going to still see um, increases, but not you know the yeah. drastic increases. Sure. I, I really don't think that we're going to see a crash. Um, uh, you guys had a real the Alicia on before. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is so good with names. I'm telling uh, yes, you. Yeah, He's yeah. very good with names. Got a, got a <laughs> mind like a steel trap. <laughs> I'd like to think. No, but um, the, I, I lost where I was going. No, there, my but, bad. Um, uh, Alicia was talking probably about a crash or. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the As far as a crash goes. Um, and you brought it up. The uh, people aren't getting into houses with no equity. So uh, if if somebody needs to sell, they're going to be able to you know, sell and uh, still have you know some money on the table. Um, so until we s- start to see insane price mm-hmm. drops, um, which 
again, I don't I don't foresee that happening until we have a, a huge increase in inventory. For sure, yeah, drops in fo- drops in price and foreclosures, but. Which I, I did hear that the foreclosures were starting to pop up a little bit more lately. Um, what it, what do you think is causing that? That's, People just in a house that's just true, way too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I but we try to you know working for investors, we try to stay on top of foreclosures. Um, I mean, that's, I, there's there's been I wouldn't say that it's drastically increased. Um, we we it's probably a a similar amount to what we've seen in the past for sure um the 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 biggest reason is people don't have to go into foreclosure mm-hmm. um I, i've seen a few listings in the mls that you know are uh there the agent is informing us that you know hey we're pre-foreclosure so we're we're motivated to sell um, oh, okay. or we yeah. as in the get the out really quick yep. yeah yep. okay gotcha. so i have Which seen is, that uh in, that in a good. few listings because um, on zillow you can look at pre-foreclosures even on zillow mm-hmm. i think you can yeah that's uh, so pre-foreclosure is they, they've missed a payment or mm-hmm. um a payment or two and uh, mortgages are you know public record and that's where they pull that information from it may mm. be that they their mortgage was bought and they didn't have the uh information to the next bank or you know whatever the case oh, okay, yeah. they may be That's pending a sale and you know didn't uh didn't bother making their mortgage payment and then makes sense property yeah. sold kind of thing oh, okay so um yeah the zillow we get we get the pre-foreclosure question a lot on uh, yeah. you know people uh, new buyers looking at houses got it like, sorry, guys. That's messed up, huh? Yeah. Like, damn. Oh, I know this guy. He can't even pay his mortgage. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, I can't believe that's uh, you know, just out there. That's like one of the most common apps people uh, look at for real estate. Sure, yeah. Just putting people on blast. I know when I was trying to buy my house, probably around 2019 time, uh, I'd find something on Zillow and then, you know, send it to my real estate agent. And she's like, yeah, that was sold like four days ago. You know, yeah. so it's not the most up-to-date thing, yep. you know. Check with your agents on their MLS listing. They'll let you know. There you go. You know, um, yep. I want to go back real quick to, like, interest rates, how you're saying, like, every day it's changing. Like, they keep going up. Like, you got to lock it in. When I bought my house, it was the opposite. We were waiting because they were plummeting because I bought my house in April 2020. Mm-hmm. So I told them when we first got in, it was, like, 3.5%, 3.7%, and we locked it in at 29 I told them, nice. I was like, once it goes under 3 just lock it in. Don't even call me. And it went to two nine, and we locked that sucker in. Yeah, very good. It's like that's free a rush. money. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely a rush. I was like, it's uh, what a time to be alive. I know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I lucked out. I'm so lucky to buy my house when I bought it. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see those rates again. Unfortunately, yeah. Much, that's, so. that's yeah. another thing we can talk about is like the interest rates because historically three percent is like unheard of, yep. and now everyone's freaking out about five and six percent, but. I mean, that's kind of probably, I feel like, where it's going to stay that's for a while. About uh, average, I would say. Yeah. Um, uh, about 10 years ago, you know, it wasn't unheard of, you know, higher, uh, you mm-hmm. know, 10% rates. You know, it's, uh, I forgot I was watching someone and they said, like, in the early 2000s, like, perfect credit score, you're still getting, like, 7.5% on your mortgage. Yep. So. Yeah. Historically, uh, yeah. Th- Three percent is completely unheard of, and you know, or uh, I think getting back to a, uh, you know, banks are trying to recoup some of that money they've sure. been uh, they haven't been making, unfortunately. Um, 
So I feel like it's like a healthy correction, honestly. Yeah, yep. no, yeah, it's sure. definitely having its intended effect on the real estate market. Uh, with when you know the first Fed rate hike this year, uh, rates drastically increased, and we definitely saw an immediate impact on you know the amount of homes that didn't sell in the first weekend Mm -hmm. Uh, like it was a visible you can see you know generally about you know 60 to 80 percent of the houses that would list would go under contract in that you know within the weekend on monday so come monday tuesday after the you know rates started to increase it was pretty evident that they were having their intended effect for sure because it impacts people's buying power and yeah so are you seeing houses prices like go down at all or are people just having to because if your interest rates double your buying power goes down pretty significantly are people just looking for houses at their new range or are house prices we've seen a lot of people back out of the search because of you know the drastic change you know, it freaks mm-hmm. people out you know you're you're looking at you know this you know six hundred thousand dollar price point and now you're only qualified at 450 uh, yeah. because the increase in the interest rate so uh it it definitely uh, it's a really emotional uh ball game unfortunately um and that's uh, the difference between a uh I guess insert price here and you know what you're able to look at now is uh, a a big factor um, that goes from you know being able to afford a single family home to being in a town home or a condo uh, so we've uh, we, we've seen a few buyers you know uh, pump the brakes and uh, you know just kind of hold try off to wait it out which I, I get it. It's it's a tough pill to swallow, especially if you know Colorado isn't where you're going to be for the next five years or ten years, um, and you know you, they make the decision to continue renting. Traditionally, you don't really want to buy a home unless you're going to be there for five to seven years. But I think a lot of people forgot that because houses were appreciating so quickly, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I lucked out. I could sell my house today and make a ton of money after two years but that's normally not how it is right yeah. you're gonna buy a house you really have to make sure you're yep. gonna be there for a while for sure or else you can lose money it's not it's not cheap to pay a real estate agent to sell your house either right you're yep. paying six percent usually of the seller Getting right it's i mean coming and going here yeah for sure it's okay we'll now take with, care of you. with those <laughs> interest rates being so low obviously the market was moving and it, it got extremely saturated um i mean everybody on my facebook became a real estate agent overnight it was oh, crazy man. man i swear they were handing those things out but uh what kind of marketing do you uh you and your company uh do to compete with uh, the saturated market sure so we're primarily a referral based business um uh, we're extremely extremely blessed to be able to say that but we take care of our clients and uh, our clients uh, want you know take care of us they want their loved one friends and loved ones to you know see the benefits of you know uh real estate and mm-hmm. i think we do a very good job for our clients we're you know excellent at negotiating and uh, making sure that we get our clients a good deal um, I think that's you know number one in real estate you know saying you make your money on the buy in real estate and we try to keep that in perspective for our buyers um, but really we, we you know, 
we just want to make our our clients you know as much money as possible in real sure. estate whether yeah. you're you know buying a primary residence or you know an investment property the investment property uh or mm-hmm. i guess that side of the business only helps us in, in residential sure. um and now, do you guys deal with a lot of commercial property at all, or we don't do any commercial? That's yep. probably. That's, I, uh, I had questions about that, but you know, no worries, <laughs> yeah. no worries. Yeah, yeah. I, I stay in my lane. No, um, for sure. That's a whole another ball game. It is. I yep. think it was like Anthony or someone was saying that they think commercial real estate is going to get less, I yeah. guess, popular or less used because so many people are can transition and do everything yeah. from home now. Working yeah. from home, Zoom, always, meetings. Always had a goal of like, I want to buy a big commercial property. And then I was like, that makes sense, dude. Yeah. Should we really do that? And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll it's see, I guess. It's scary. But. Now offices, you know, office buildings like the one we're in, mm-hmm. uh, occupancy is, is tough when we're moving to work from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, a lot of industries went home and – Never, know, came. never came back. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Uh, and they came to Colorado. That's uh, what yeah. what drove a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So, are all the California people done leaving and buying houses in cash, or are they still out there <laughs> sniffing around? Yep. There's <laughs> there. Everybody wants to be in Colorado. People are always going to be uh, coming from out of state. The big ones that we see are California, Texas. Uh, we're seeing a lot of Florida. Um, but, yeah, people are still coming. Colorado's still great. Which, um, which is crazy because you see, you know, on Facebook every now and again, like, this is what 400 will get you in Texas. You know, oh, like, man. they don't talk about the real estate taxes in no, Texas. for sure, yeah. So much higher than here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I, I was surprised when I heard people were coming from Texas. I'm like, man, that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah my sister-in-law yeah. just bought a house in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and their their property taxes is double triple uh, what my house but is there's here. no state tax is that no what state is? income yeah. tax yeah income tax, so that's yeah. how they make it mm-hmm. other taxes no state income tax yeah. but higher property tax no for sure They're yeah oh yeah i would hate to see what like commercial property taxes in texas because Ooh. even here it's pretty pretty pricey uh, that's insane so. um so so like you've made it you know through the storm technically still in the thick of it um you know what are some of your goals moving forward maybe short medium and long term yeah, so for the business, I think uh, getting settled into the Pueblo market. I just moved back here uh, within the last month, couple months, nice. trying to Welcome trying back. to find a house myself. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, good to be back in the uh, roasting Pueblo heat. But uh, 101 degrees today yeah. and yesterday and the day before. Scorcher, <laughs> yeah. yeah, real scorcher. But I think getting settled into Pueblo uh, and I think making the first hire is probably the – short-term goal um just uh i'm gonna it's a realtor partner basically somebody Mm -hmm. to um be able to schedule showings because in pueblo uh it's not just an app you know a lot of places Mm -hmm. you have to call and actually talk to a an agent somebody to set up a showing which is interesting but um, but Pueblo does not have that app. Takes time. They Ish. some some brokerages use it. Other brokerages use their team to mm-hmm. set their schedule. Um, oh, okay, that's interesting. Which, um, yeah, it's really interesting. Not you know being able to uh, scrolling through the MLS at two o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, being able to schedule a showing, uh, yeah. but not. We'll get them. Not there. the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's fine. So I think uh, making you know making that first hire and um, you know having somebody to be able to you know lean on to mm-hmm. take some of the uh, the the day to day off 
my plate so that I can almost do like my an job assistant and, or mm-hmm. yeah yep, okay. basically an assistant um, <clears throat> now somebody uh, potentially a, a, a buyer's agent but um, ideally an assistant to you know just take some of the load and the monotony uh, out of your day the things that take up your time away from the customer yep yeah yep. okay that so makes that's sense. like the life hack is to have an agent too and then you can represent both sides right okay. so <laughs> sort of yeah you you can't have dual agency in colorado oh, um, no. you can't uh and that includes as a team so oh. um i can't be a buyer's agent on jay my broker's uh so. listing so oh really um, yeah it's it's interesting hmm. you have to uh, it's a different role. It's a, called a transaction broker. Basically, you turn from being able to give advice to your client to somebody who you know just does the paperwork. The buyer and the seller will negotiate between each other, but you are you're stepping away from an agency role into more of just filling out the paperwork and. I guess I watched too much Million Dollar Listing it's LA. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Sounds like a lawless wasteland out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dual agency is uh, it's frowned upon here. But, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm all for it. There you go. There you <laughs> if go. it's frowned upon, go. it must work. There you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you're looking to hire short-term goal, get settled in here in this market, and then hire some help, essentially, yep. and get the ball um, rolling. Kind of medium-term, uh, start to build my team down here basically uh you know replicate success and uh basically expand the holland team model uh bigger here we have a big uh we have leasing agents we have a maintenance team we have uh contract scals um everybody that yeah that that helps our team uh jive and we have an assistant jay has an assistant um that uh, is Lifesaver. Um, for sure. So uh, I add a lot I'm of able value. To lean. Yeah. Yep, I'm able to lean on her, but um, I think taking some stuff off of her plate will uh, will definitely benefit. But uh, starting to grow the you know the Holland team pueblo here um, would be, awesome. be a, a medium term. You know, getting a leasing agent, some you know on staff maintenance to take care of our properties down here. That makes sense. Um, kind of growing the business that way, and then. Looks just agents yeah. after that. Um, That's well. awesome. That the goal is to grow, even if the market necessarily isn't growing. You know, yep. that's that's huge. The uh, yeah, uh, people are. Uh, the benefit of being in real estate is, uh, you know, food, water, shelter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everybody needs a place to live, and uh, so people are always going to, regardless of interest rates or what the market is doing, people are always going to be buying and selling, and so we're going to be there to take care of our clients Um, that's good what about a long term what are you thinking long term goal um i think two lexus two lexus two lexus we got to get away from gas i think at this point it's two uh, teslas it's hurting my feelings to go to the uh, gas station uh, every day or every other day just close your eyes and yeah yeah yeah. i heard if you don't click it on the last one you click it on the medium one there's like less vapor so (laughs) try that that's only when gas is six dollars a gallon do you start talking about (laughs) no exactly uh, we need some superchargers down here in pueblo for sure some. Actually, the superchargers for Tesla are going to be like a block away from here. Oh, Very man. Good. So I heard those batteries are like $18,000. Yeah. 
for the I don't know if that's true for oh, the wow. car for the batteries. And oh, there's like possibly eight batteries. Oh my god. Oh, possibly. I think they're warranted for like ten years though too. Very good. Something like so that. I just want to yeah. know where don't all buy the a ten year old. Yeah, well, I, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, the, yeah, you can only buy a fourteen-year-old a, a Tesla. Cause that's how long they've go. been around. But yeah, oh, dang. Yeah, we're supposed to get some superchargers down here. But that's honestly, good. supercharging is expensive. It's better to charge at the house. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I was just thinking like zero to one hundred. Like if you were on EE, you know, like thirty minutes, right? Oh, okay. This is so random. Doesn't make any sense. But like, I was talking to my wife. I was like, miles per gallon. I was like, our kids won't even know what miles per gallon are. Because, like, when you're in a Tesla, range, most yeah. people say don't, yeah, most people say use range and use your battery percentage, not your mileage, yeah. you know? Oh, my car's at 20%, you yeah. know? It's like kind of weird, but. It's kind of like charging your phone, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's going to be like. <laughs> like I just want to know what we're going to do with all these batteries when they start taking a shit. Tesla's, Tesla's batteries are over 90% recyclable, so they just Dang. recycle and break them down and make more batteries. Use code DOS Financial on your Tesla purchase. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fanboy. It's right. <laughs> good. Uh, but yeah, anyway, my bad. Long yeah. term, no, long term. Probably yeah. my bad. I was the yeah. one who like <laughs> like on this note. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, long term goals, I think, uh, just being here to stay. Um, For sure. You know, born and raised here in Pueblo, and um, you know, got away. But I think uh, building a, a big team that takes care of as many families as possible. You know, helping people achieve their real estate goals. Um, I think that's the uh, the big, broad, I guess, long-term goal there. For sure. Um, you know, that's huge. Yeah, help uh, help uh, teammates, you know, uh, new agents uh, become successful realtors. Um, you know, taking care of taking care of our clients. That's huge. Yeah, like responsibly owning property is like a huge game changer to changing your family tree. Honestly, oh, yeah. yep. Huge wealth creator gives you stability in your in in your um, in your bills every month you have 30 years of the same rent yep. payment essentially you know mm-hmm. stability growth income it's it's huge so what real estate agents do for for people's legacy and stuff is is kind of underrated i think in that sense Take. well thank you brad that's uh, you're welcome that's great on the topic of legacy we have a recurring question <laughs> on the show uh what do you want your lasting legacy to be so that's a good one. Um, I've been thinking about that uh, since uh, agreeing to do the podcast uh, <laughs> a while ago. back. Well, <laughs> yeah. it, we got the dates yeah. squared away a couple yeah. days ago, but um, I, ever since your guys' first episodes, I've been thinking because that's that's a really important yeah. uh, question. You know, um, that's the that's the one. I think uh, yeah, really, it's you know, I think comes down to family and uh, being able to not just leave you know financial security to your family but uh i think the character um you know from a military family so uh doing the right thing taking care of other people uh, i think you know stuff like that is the the biggest thing that you could want to pass on and that i would like to pass on to uh be able to you know impact people and you know help people to for sure. Be better people. Yeah. Uh, you know. That's the goal is to do better and be better. Yep. Just give somebody a smile, you know, just do, you know, the little things that uh, uh, make someone's day there. For so sure. That's uh, just be a good person, I guess. Life really Overall. is about the little things. Truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Very good. Heck yeah. No, I think that was a good one. Um, 
I want to thank you for coming on for sure. Great meeting Absolutely. you, of course. Uh, where can people find you and where can they message you to uh, figure out these uh, potential employment opportunities? There you go. So uh, I think the easiest way is through phone. Uh, my phone number is 719-553-6111. It's a nice, easy number. Sweet. Uh, always available. I know realtors uh, generally get the rap of uh, having their phone always on them. For sure. But, um, you know, give me a call anytime. Happy to uh, answer any questions for new realtors, people looking for uh, investment properties, buy and sell, you know, residential real estate. We're, uh, we're the team to help. For sure. As you can tell, Jordan's very, very knowledgeable. I learned a shit ton during this episode, so I hope you guys did too. <laughs> uh, all the links to anything with him will be in the description box below. But check out the Lasting Legacy podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Check us out on YouTube. New episodes every Thursday. Have a good night. Bam.